get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pick Me and Nicole Smith Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and ask for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead and share the call with other people. They can dial in at 602 753 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. So I want to say good morning, good morning, good morning, and this is typically the end of a series. It's Friday, Financial Freedom Friday, and the thing is is that um, the end of something is always the start of something new. And if you uh, learn something, you're willing to go through the lessons of learning, not only will it be something new, but it'll be something bigger and better for you. And we have been discussing get in the game for network marketers. Now, um, I want you to uh, turn to the book of Ecclesiastes is going to be our scripture on today because uh, Ecclesiastes 4 uh, 9 through 12 is going to be where you're going to hang out with us uh, in the word of God on today. But I want you to know something extremely, extremely important. You know, I know that most of us, we, we get in the game because we want to enroll. We say we want to build a team. We want to build a business. And, you know, when you start thinking about the word build, that definitely all the time signifies something over time. You can't build anything, um, you know, being just winging it, right? You might can uh, put something on paper, construct something. You probably even could, could envision something. But when you talk about building, um, it's going to require you truly being in the game. We talked about uh, three steps that you should be doing every day, but there's some steps after that if you truly want to build. And so, this is a great time for you and your team to get on the line because that's exactly what we're about to talk about, that you have to play teams. Let's go to the Lord together, and um, let's move everything out of the way so we can hear what he's talking about in his word of Ecclesiastes. This is our brother Solomon, the wise guy. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you. We honor you on today because today is the day you've made, and we're glad, rejoice, we're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, you know, uh, just to think that we are smart enough just to thank you for waking up on this side as we know that many people just did not. Not that they haven't gone on to glory, but for those who are here who still know that they have work to do, they haven't completed the assignment that you formed in their mother's womb. Dear Lord, on this day, as call it Financial Freedom Friday, we want to just thank you for those who went before us to those who went before 
was to fight through and go through, and they stayed in the game of network marketing. How many lives are free? How many parents are, are home more with their children? How many people are living in places they never would have or their jobs would have never given them the capacity to? How many people have traveled to places that uh, they typically would have never traveled to? How many people have met people they typically would have never met? I know I, for one, am so grateful for the industry. Because we're looking, oh, dear Lord, to not only just learn the rules of the game, but to play it and to play it with excellence. We ask your Holy Spirit to come in and help us to humble ourselves, remove from our minds the things that are, that are plaguing us, holding us back. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the reminder that only us alone can hold ourselves back, especially in this industry. It's free enterprise for a reason. And as your people who want to be free go out and do these great exploits in your name, let them not be ashamed to acknowledge you in all of their ways. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So good morning. If you want to come in and share your ahas, your takeaways, your I'm going to do better about getting in the game, go on and hop in the queue because this is going to be a little bit more of a briefer call on today. Got some work to do, right? I want uh, us to read the word of the Lord together because we're talking about getting the game. And there is the three steps that we take. And most of those three steps can you know, it consists of ourselves. It consists of us leading ourselves first, where we promote, expose, and get responses, and we got to keep following up until we get people to enroll in our product, service, our business. And that typically takes more of solo effort, moving out of our own way. But after we get to the fourth step of enroll. You got to play team. Most people never shift gear out of me, my, I, into we, ours, and us. The book of Ecclesiastes says this best. That's four verses, nine through 12. You're just chiming in. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them. Also, if two lie together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. Now, think about this for a moment. The beginning of the scripture talked about two. Verses 9 and 11. But verse 12b 
says a cord of three strands is not easily broken. Now, I know when we start talking about teams, we're definitely talking about working together. But what happens to those who appear to be working together, but they're really working alone? Meaning, we team as long as it benefits me, my or I. I'm telling you right now that network marketing is a simple game of follow the leader, but what's not easy is to create leaders. That's a difficult task because the leader is creating atmospheres for others to grow. But typically, positional leaders, meaning if you get promoted, what have you, you believe that it's for you to grow more. Because when you started promoting, exposing, and getting a response, and especially in this day and age where network marketing has changed dramatically, where when I started 12 years ago, I was a part of the shift, and, and I was a part of the innovation of where you branded the company and you branded your team and you worked together as a team, and it was all about that your identity was typically the company you were in to a shift of you were branding yourself. And they say, hey, if you're not branding yourself, then it's the wrong way to do it. Well, I understand all angles of it because I have been in the industry long enough to see a person who played team giving their all to a company and the company uh, maybe go under or what have you. So obviously anytime there is fear, and we've talked about fearless and fail forward, anytime there is fear, there's also scarcity. People get scared. And when there is scarcity, people go into preservation. How can I preserve what's for me, my eye? Not understanding that the third strand of the cord is God, who gave his only begotten son, and his son was extremely clear that I didn't come for me to have abundance because I'm the king of kings. I came for you to have abundance, but you have to use your gifts to equip others. But typically, we're using our tool belt or our gifts to only equip ourselves. I have played team all my life, and when you're saying all my life, all my life since I knew what my life was, I've been sharing some things, you know, as I am, my first book is, is not about uh, my life, but it's touching some things in there. And I was sharing with one of my very, very good friends, my sister, um, Danielle, we were talking, and she made a mention of, you know what, I don't like to wash clothes or whatever, and I'm like, me either. And I was able to share a very brief story of her to her where I was like 12, 13. Not only was I having to cook food for the family, the entire family, we were a family, um, pretty much a family of six. And 
I said I used to have to, when our washing machine broke, I would have to be dropped off to the laundromat. And my mom, obviously, she's working, whatever, but she dropped me off to the laundromat, or my stepdad would drop me off to the laundromat, and it was for the clothes for the entire family. I would have to wash, dry, and fold all six of our clothing. And I despised it. After a moment in the beginning, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm exhausted. Like, I'm washing clothes for everyone. And to where it gave me a bitter taste in my mouth about laundry to where now literally, literally we spend probably someone's really good car note for dry cleaning clothes, uh, the housekeepers who washes dry and fold. And since Robin and I have been together, before we were having a housekeeper, I'm like, nah, I don't do that part. Somebody else got to do that part. I'll do everything else that's somebody else. And so when I go back and I'm like, okay, that was my first introduction to say, this is the part that you have to do for everyone else. But as time went on, it made me probably the best mom of even when there was no dad there, and my kids needed more of a nurse than a mom. I was able to play team. I definitely didn't complain about that. I was grateful. I didn't care how small my babies were. I was grateful that they were there. I was on double Dutch team. Then even while I was in elementary school, I was always that one to whatever the teacher needed me to do even though sometimes I had a bad attitude as far as other things. I was smart, but I always was the one to take up for the kid who was being bullied or what have you. And so I grew up in the thing of playing team, and then now here I am. That was the preparation of building a big team. But I can tell you, a lot of people who think they're playing team, but they're still only on their own team because the third strand is not first and foremost. When I introduced myself to Jesus Christ, because he was introduced to me, see, it's a difference. He was introduced to me through my grandma, my mom, but I didn't know him for myself until some things happened in my life where it felt like I was just alone. And it says, now if two lie down together, they will keep warm, but how can one keep warm alone? Those alone times, when I now accepted the invitation to Jesus Christ, wasn't in a church, wasn't in a whatever, I don't even want to tell you, the story of when it was like, okay, dropping to my knees alone several times in my life. I've just been me and God alone. But it was only until the shift of when I cried out and said, Lord, I'll serve you and you alone. I'll serve your people. I won't touch anything clean, unclean. I don't want anything unclean. Remove the taste out of my mouth for anything unclean. I will just serve you, you alone, whatever you want me to do. That's when I became a true team player. 
Until that third strand, that third strand is still dangling, you will think you're playing team and you're not playing team. I want you to know that the total play, the full play, right? You know the one, the first one, promote, expose, get a response, and then you want to enroll people. But after you get them in, you don't build until you understand that you must play team. Until you become not too busy to get someone started right. Until you become not too busy to get them on your products and services. And so you become not too busy to get them to training and then invest in training. When people say, I'm not going to training, what type of team player is that? You want to keep giving mediocre, secondhand, thirdhand information to a partner who you expect to build with you or to prospective partners who you expect to like, to know, like, and trust you enough to give them, give you, or give your company their hard-earned money so they can partner with you. You have to ask yourself, am I really in the game, or do I only play team as long as it serves me? My first team has always been Team Kingdom. Literally, I left my first network marketing company that I ever built because I saw where the team was no longer Kingdom. But they didn't know that my first team was Kingdom, that I came there on a team already. My first team is Kingdom. I left that company because there was no place for Kingdom there. And so... I want you guys to know that because I was there by myself and it was only that other strand there with me. And I want to encourage you. It doesn't have to be Jesus Christ if that's not your choice. He even says it. Listen, you don't have to choose him. I'm saying, you know, if Jesus says you don't have to choose him, that you can choose whatever and whoever you want. But he told you what's going to happen, that every knee going to bow. But if you want to roll your life how you want to, That's not even up to me to tell you because, listen, I was introduced to Jesus Christ way before I accepted the invitation. So I am definitely not the one that's going to act like the you that you have to choose Jesus Christ. I just told you who I chose and what happened to me when I began to understand it because guess what? He would just tell me about myself. Holy Spirit, when I accepted him as the third part of the Godhead and wasn't ashamed of him or speaking his name, and he would tell me, girl, that's a hot mess right there. You got to fix that. Or you know what? Watch that right there. Watch that thing. Watch that person. Pay attention to this. Pay attention to that. And my life has never been the same. And it helped me be the one to be the first, to go first. I dropped my dollars on events for the team. I dropped my dollars on 
Whatever it is, because he says wherever your heart is, your treasure is also. You'll find that there are some consistencies to those who only play team when it is beneficial for themselves. Other than that, they wouldn't have the time. Or those who expect the team to be there when they're ready because way up in the stand somewhere, and now I'm ready. Team better be ready for me. Let's talk about this on this morning, because we're talking about getting in the game. And you're not really a pro in the game, right? You can get in the game. You got Little League. You got Rec Ball. You got AAU. We talk about basketball. You got, you know, um, college ball. You got, you know, you, you, you got college ball. You got the pros. You know what I mean? You got a lot. You have a lot. You have a lot. You got organized street ball. You got all kinds of stuff. But you're not a pro until you play in all the places. Can you be a part-time pro? Yeah. Sure. Remember, it's your choice. You better rejoice in the beautiful gift of choice. Because most people who are not successful, are not even realizing that they chose that. But the people who are super successful know that they chose that. It's your choice. Let's open up the call on this morning. Let's open up this call. 678, last four, 7782. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Dr. McCola. How are you? This is Tina. Good morning, Queen. Good morning. We playing team this morning. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, I know. I just wanted to get on this call to edify you. You talk about playing team, but you're the ultimate team leader. Um, you know, you've just been a great coach to me. And as I'm trying to figure out what part of the team that I'm on, as you know, that I'm trying to, you know, get the pathway to my vision clearer. I just want to thank you for talk, still talking me through it, still talking to me constantly, um, leading me in whichever direction that I choose to go in. And I think that when you're playing team, it's good to have a good coach because sometimes the players don't know exactly what to do. And I came into network marketing not even having a clue about network marketing. I was used to being in corporate for over 10 years with the same company, doing different various positions with that company. And so when I came into network marketing, uh, you welcomed me in with open arms and other team players like Ms. Brescia Jones, you know, being like family, you know, I guess she would be considered like the manager of the team, you know, getting award <laughs> and making sure you have the towels and all of that good stuff. But I think all of those aspects of the team is very important. I just wanted people to know just what type of coach that you are, whether you're in the game, you're a player on the bench, or you're a player on the field, or you're considering being on the team, you're constantly and consistently there. And you don't give up on anyone. And you allow us to make our own choices and decisions and just help us in getting there. So I just want to let you know that I truly appreciate you. You are the ultimate coach. And no matter where life takes me, you're going to always be a part of it. So I just want to come in and say that. Oh, God bless you, Queen. Listen, you're great. You're made for greatness. And, you know, all of us are. And this is the thing. 
when I share with you guys about creating authentic relationships and experiences, authentic relationships and experiences, authentic only comes with, you You know, Keena talked about being a coach. Some people don't want to be coached, but they want to be a pro. Some people do total opposite of their coach. I know Dr. Monroe, there were some of our mentees, uh, and, and, and you'll see them going a different direction, meaning as long as they're staying within the principles of the kingdom, he's always going to be. But when they go to the other side, he's like, look, I got work to do. I got work to do. We playing team this morning, 615-4-4698. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Nicola. This is Nona from Nashville, Tennessee. How are you? Good morning, Queen. How are you? Ms. Nona, you I'm doing, How you doing? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I just wanted to coincide with what the lady just said, and you are a great coach, a great leader, a great mentor, and it is so important to be a team player. And you come to us every day putting in us, giving us everything you have, and that's your anointing that you have. And I take it and I use it and I apply it to my life because it is very anointing that you do that. And I want to thank you, thank you, thank you, because it is definitely blessing and helping me. Wow, God bless you. Thank you so much, Nona. You know, uh, when we talk about the definition of leadership, when I was taught that definition by Dr. Monroe, he said, a leader is one who creates the atmosphere for others to grow. Most people think that leaders are the ones who do it for you. Let's think about that for a moment, right? You know, even if the president of the United States makes decisions to, um, for his, do his thing, to create like a safe place for us to still go to school and, and take our kids and we're still going to football games, basketball games, whatever we're doing here, it's never his job to do it for us. It's his job to create the atmosphere where we can do it for ourselves. And that's one thing that people don't understand from the leadership standpoint is creating the atmosphere where it's safe enough for you to do it for yourself. For you to take what you learn, run the play, and run the play over and over and over. When someone would say, oh, a great leader, they gave me this and they gave me that, they don't even understand that's opposite of leadership. Leaders are going to teach you how to fish, not give you the fish. Because everyone who comes behind you, if they're giving you every fish, everyone who comes behind you would starve. A leader is going to guide you to run the play and correct you along the way. The book of Proverbs says that a fool hates correction. Now, I ain't calling nobody no fool. Now, you know, folks kind of half hear stuff and they want to whatever. Go read the word. You'll hear what it says yourself. Six seven eight six zero nine. Oh, good morning. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning, Doctor Nicola. Child, you want to see me? I got to hurry up and get to this last place, child. Hurry up, child. I got to get to this last place. How you doing? <laughs> I am doing well. Listen, that's okay because that's, that's in the word, and it is so true. Yeah. Um, 
This is Amber Robinson um, out of Atlanta. I just wanted to go at least come in this queue this morning. Good morning. You are all on my street this morning, and um, I'm also going to say the same thing as um, Kina and the other young lady, that you are just, you just always show up. And it's a pivotal moment this morning for myself to say, wow, like what you just said about you wanting to have the success and the people with the success know that they wanted it. And for some reason, even though I felt like I wanted it, my mindset still had excuses, still had mm-hmm. Wanting to wanting somebody to just sit down and say, Amber, okay, let me go ahead and do X, Y, and Z. Even though the tra- in the trainings it's already been, Amber, this is what you need to do. But it, it, it just still was not resonating with me. And mm-hmm. it's just, it, I tell you, this has just been so powerful this morning. And I just love and adore you. And I thank God that he has placed you in our lives to to show us because what's so crazy, you would think that these would be tools as an adult that you would know, right? But it's, it, it just baffles me sometimes that you never stop growing, you never start stop learning. Nope. But when you do, it's, it's the application of it. And when you're talking about mm-hmm. team self, it is it's a major difference from when you when I initially enrolled, I just speak on myself, thinking selfishly and saying, you know what, I'm gonna take my family to the next level. I, 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 I and mm-hmm. it it was something so different that it almost blindsided me like, wait, now I, I didn't think that I was going to be taking on all of these other people, right? And all of these other lives and all this other responsibility. But that is exactly what we have to do. So to, mm-hmm. to have Absolutely. to place myself in a position to serve, it was almost like, whoa, I don't know if I was ready for that. But mm-hmm. in lieu of saying that, I started to see the lives change. I started to see the verbiage change. I started to see the growth in our team. I started to see the growth in my family, in my marriage, in my children, that even though it might not have necessarily been something that I thought I was going out for, it was exactly where I needed to be. And I mm-hmm. need to continue to grow. So I just, I, I really wanted to get on this line today and just, just, really pour back into you to tell you that, I mean, you are just, it is, <laughs> it takes the words out of my mouth because your spiritual growth is, is so high that it's just like, oh my goodness, you just make, you make someone want to read the word more. It's like, okay, I'm not reading the same thing <laughs> or maybe I'm not receiving it the same way because this word, I'm telling you, when it comes out of your mouth, it makes so much sense. And I just thank you. Um, you are definitely a mentor. You know, uh, we just absolutely love you. Um, and thank you for pouring out your time and giving us your time to pour out into us each and every day. Thank you, Dr. Nicola. 
Wow, God bless you guys. You know, I wanna I wanna share with with Amber, and I know you know she Pink Millie, so she's getting like some double doses sometime. But I want you to do an assessment of how do you feel now. Some people don't even realize they're being filled up. The Holy Spirit is filling up now. You know, the tank was kind of low. In the beginning, and most people think their tank is high because they go to church. And not necessarily, because God says you, you don't worship him in any other way but in spirit and in truth. Meaning you can't even read the word by just reading the words on the paper. You got to prep your heart. So you can say, I want to see. Ask the Lord, say, I want to see. Please show me. Show me what you meant by that. Show me. I didn't understand. Show me what you meant. That's how I talk to God. I mean, some people are like, they're so, like, so proper with God. He's my daddy. How would you talk to your daddy? I was like, Lord, you know what? I'm done with this one right here. I'm sick of this. And he might let the person show up in the dream. So I'm like, oh, Lord. Can I just be like them sometimes? <laughs> And you'd be like, no, you can't. I wouldn't want my life any other way. And I want us to think about this when we're thinking about team. Anytime you start thinking about me, my, I, if it was only you, only you, only maybe your spouse, only maybe your family, only thinking about y'all, and no one else ever considered an atmosphere for your family, how far would you be? You know, sometimes it's easy to not see something that's so big that you can't see it, just like God, right? So big you can't see him. He's everywhere. And so we'll think like, oh, it's just us. I got to do for me and mine. But what if no one ever looked out for you? How far would you be? Especially on the days where we feel like we want to faint, the days where we're so afraid, the days when we're in our feelings, the days when we can't do nothing. And what if everybody was in the same funk as you? Where would you be? Do an assessment of what wouldn't you have access to or luxuries to if people just only thought about themselves. Like most people do. And I think about that. I'm not easily scared, but that's a scary thought. Because the times when it was just me and the Lord... If he wasn't there walking me through, hugging me through, taking me through, showing me through, by my side, in the front, got my back, <laughs> what a disaster this life I chose would have been. 
Anytime you start thinking about scarcity and it's me, my, I, think about who was thinking about you, yours, and yours. It changes perspective and it keeps me working. One thing about getting in the game is another thing about staying in the game. Whole nother thing. Go get it, guys. It's time to put in some work. A lot of people worked way before I saw a good friend, Mr. Larry Thompson. He has his book out. He has a few of the millionaires that he created. And this is the thing that God took me all the way up to the top where his wife now is one of my very, very good friends. We'll even be on a retreat together coming up here soon and everything. And just to think that they chose me. I didn't know. They chose me. And she's the godfather of network marketing, one that stayed in the game, fought through people treating them like just crap just because he chose network marketing. He stayed in the game for us. My Pink Millies will have the opportunity for a very intimate interview with him later on in this year. We'll be supporting his book and everything. Why? Because some people don't like to be coached, and everyone needs one. 